Eat Yourself Better podcast is brought to you by Be Fit Food, where food is the first medicine. Today on the show, the star of The Real Housewives of Melbourne, mother, hotelier, budding author, motivational speaker, comedian and supermodel, and I read that from her Instagram profile, <laughs> it's Sally Bloomfield. If you manage to just see the funny side or the bright side of things, then you can become quite crushing. So, And that's just naturally who I am. I'm just a, um, I'm just a really positive, really annoyingly glass half full kind of person. We caught up with Sally and here's how it went. Sally Bloomfield. Sally, how are you? Hello. I'm very excited to see two gorgeous faces. I'm very happy to be here. Awesome. It's great to have you. Now, I'm just looking at your Instagram page here, and uh, we're just going to tick off all these things. Uh, mother, hotelier, a budding author, motivational speaker, comedian, supermodel. We just let's just go through the list. <laughs> you've just got well, all the you've got the run sheet here. I know. Obviously, the last two were sort of tongue in cheek. I get it, comedian. Get it? Yeah, because uh-huh, I'm hilarious and supermodel. Well, I mean, you're looking at me, so what can I say? Um, well, I would agree. <laughs> Checks and in the mail. Thank you. You did just disclose your age off air, and I must say, you look absolutely amazing. Thank amazing. You. Thank you. Yes, I'm 55 <laughs> next Wednesday. Amazing. Yeah. So, Don't look a day over, choose my words, wisely, <laughs> 35. <laughs> You're telling us about some amazing skincare products as well, but maybe we'll touch on that later. Hey, people know you from The Real Housewives of Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the viewer, that seems like a wild and crazy ride. Yes. Maybe we'll start there because it it's a, um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's fun to watch, you know. It's a reality program and there's drama and... I've been on a reality program before, and I know that they they want the drama. Yeah, but maybe you can uh, run us through how you how you got on the show, and then let's maybe hear about some of the real drama that goes on. Okay, well, I was actually um, put up for the show by a girlfriend of mine, mm-hmm. so it was a very strange time. I just opened up a shop in Barwon Heads. Mm-hmm. My husband had literally passed away, I think, two months before, mm. and I was um, opening a hotel in Bali. And my girlfriend rang and she said, I'm just letting you know that I've put you up for the Real Housewives of Melbourne. Oh. And I think I said expletive and hung up the Mm -hmm. phone. (laughs) And she called me back and she said, "Uh, listen, just think about it. You're about to open the hotel in Bali. I I never would have put you up for it if Ian was still alive. But I think it would be a great thing for you to do, be great for business. And I think it would just be a really fun thing to just take your mind off everything. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then I sort of, yeah, pretty much got talked into it. And then I met them and then met the producers. And within three weeks, I had a contract. Wow. Oh. But I couldn't say anything for months until they announced it. So that was really hard for me to keep my mouth shut. Oh, the pain of going through that and having, you look like you had such a good time on there and not being able to share that with everyone must have been really yeah. difficult. No, too. this is, they, they do announce it and then you start filming. So oh, we hadn't, right, that would good. have been complete oh, torture. Oh, yeah, I thought you had to keep it a but secret. No, no, no. no. They, it's a secret until they announce the entire cast. Right. And then, you know, and then, then we start filming pretty much. So Ooh. I'm not yeah. dropping names or anything here, but I had just, <laughs> Speaking about the filming before then the show goes to air, I sat next to the the last bachelor and the science guy. Anyway, at the Logies, and he'd shot the he'd shot the series, and he knew who won everything, and he had to keep it secret for like three months before they had aired. So he's sitting there like, I have to behave myself. The publicist is here, telling me not to do anything. (laughs) I can't just go. You're like. 
have a photo chatting to some bird, you know? Yeah. I don't <laughs> know like, how oh. they do it. And yeah, when you're watching Married crazy. at First Sight or something yes. like that, I don't know how they – I mean, they, mind you, the last season, they weren't keeping their mouths shut at all. I mean, no. they were just telling people left, right and centre exactly what was going on. Mm-hmm. But, no, Housewives is the other way around. Oh, well, yeah. I had the, the secret with Shark Tank. So we filmed nearly a year wow. before it actually went to air. Oh, so the wow. whole thing was a secret. And month on month we got told it'll go to air, it'll go to air. And it didn't. And I'm like, I don't know how long I can keep this secret for. So that yeah. was really hard, mm. really well, hard. It's, you know, like it was really funny because obviously a lot of the, the stuff that we shot was very personal mm. and very raw. But I'd sort of dealt with it. You know, I'd we'd had a... a, a um, funeral for Ian, then we'd had a uh, memorial in Melbourne, then we had another memorial in Bali, then in the film, in in filming, we scattered the ashes. So kind of by the time it went to Mm. air, you know, like a year later, you know, I mean, not that you've moved on, but Mm. it's like you'd sort of dealt with all that. But then it was the wave of people you know, the oh. outpouring of grief and all that mm. sort of stuff and the messages. Going and, through it again. And it, yeah, mm. it was yeah. like bringing it all up again. But it was also really interesting because I am normally a very positive, happy, upbeat person, but I had to, you know, I was the widow, mm-hmm. in inverted commas, mm-hmm. I was the widow on the show, so I couldn't like crack jokes or be funny oh. and we had to reshoot a lot of stuff because I wasn't sad oh, enough. in your character. Yeah, so mm. it, that was really kind of challenging in a way that I had to sort of have this persona and, you know, well, you wouldn't think anyone would pick on you being the widow, but didn't stop Gina from getting in and <laughs> well, getting the old boots in. I was going to mention Miss L- Ms. Yeah. Leano because I worked yeah. with her in a pantomime, oh, actually. She's oh, such a character. Now, let's, let's move through these. Um, <laughs> let's go with comedian. Where's your com- comedy... <laughs> Where's the comedy at? My impeccable <laughs> comedic timing. Um, I don't even know where that came from. I love making people laugh and I love to see the humour in, in absolutely everything. So um, that obviously was just a joke. But, um, yeah, I just love making people laugh and I really do try and find the sense of humour in absolutely everything. I mean, my father passed away, my brother committed suicide, my father then hilariously, you know, um, mm. that was a joke. Um you know, and you mm. just kind of think, oh, if you don't have a sense of humour yeah. or you don't manage to just see the funny side or mm. the bright side of things, then you, you can become quite crushing. So, and that's just naturally who I am. I'm just a, yeah. um, I'm just a really positive, really annoyingly glass half full kind of person. Mm. Oh, me too. Yeah. And yeah. haven't yeah. been through as much as you, but I yeah. can relate to that. There's no point in no, giving off bad just, energy. Mm-hmm. And I also find it... Um, just a bit self-indulgent to make everything just always about yourself. Yeah. Like it was their life, their journey. And so, I've yeah, I've just always been incredibly and really annoyingly for my friends as well. They're like, could you just, I mean, just even, even with coronavirus, <laughs> yeah. like, could you just be stressed or sad? Mm. I'm just like, a little bit, Look, please. I am. I've lost all my money, you know, mm. completely. Mm. Yeah. My hotel in Bali is shut down. And um, they're like, can you just be a little bit sad about that? Mm. I'm like, it's okay. It'll come back. Yeah. We'll be back. We're all in this so together. So good. Yeah. 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 These unprecedented times mm, or uncharted exactly. waters, as we keep hearing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in my mind, I go, well, you know, I mean, literally everyone is going through, yes. you Something. know, obviously different circumstances mm. for different people. But I think, you know, it'll come back. We'll be right. It'll yeah. be okay. Well, hearing about the adversity that you faced in your life and and and, and incredible amounts of loss, um, 
How do you stay? How do you stay upbeat and here on it yourself better? We love to hear about people's routines and their, the food they eat and the routines yeah. and and mindfulness and and these aspects of people's lives that that keep them energized or um or in a, in a great routine. So run us through a day in your life. Oh, look, it's been, I'll give you my ISO life. So it's okay. been quite interesting. So I'll get up in the morning and I'll, I'll make my smoothie or I'll have a juice and I'll be kind of super healthy. And, mm-hmm. you know, Jules is homeschooling, so I'm there with him and I'm on board and whatever he needs, and making him snacks and being super mum. And, and you've then, really enjoyed that, I heard earlier too. Yeah. Homeschooling's <laughs> just the best. Well, the thing with homeschooling is you actually realise how stupid you are. Mm-hmm. I never knew how stupid I was. And the other day, Jules, you know, was, there was something about simplified fractions. I had no, idea. no idea. I had to mm. ring his teacher and go, hey, listen, could you just quickly run me through a simplified fraction? And she's like, yes. And she sent me something and I quickly Google, uh, you know, read it. And, uh, um, and yeah, and then I'm like, okay, I think I've kind of got this. But, yeah, I found that a little bit challenging. But he's in grade but, six. Mine yeah. are in prep and grade two. So yeah, we're only be... just tackling, you know. <laughs> subtraction and addition and pretty basic stuff. Oh, okay. So well, you've got it easy. I had yeah. this, so this teacher at school and he was a, I can't remember, but he had these two subjects and then one day he rocked up in a history class and we we're like, what are you doing in a history class? You can't teach this. And he goes, all I have to do is stay a page ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we have to do. And my wife is a primary teacher and she hasn't worked full time for a while because we've got three kids now, um, but she uh, she goes off and, and we'll do, has been doing some casual teaching. And she's like, oh, no, I've got year five or whatever. And they're doing, like, long division. She's like, oh, no. You know, oh and even she's trying to teach these kids, but just stay one or two pages ahead and we're sweet. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I think teachers should be paid quadruple yeah. what they're being paid. <laughs> respect for teachers has gone they put up. up with every day, mm-hmm. my respect is way up there for teachers now. And mm-hmm. every time I see one of them, I'm like, yep, I think you need a pay rise. Just, yeah. just talk to the principal <laughs> about that. I don't know how they do it. Yeah. So hard. Mind you, I mean, I guess it is what they do, but, yeah. It's been incredibly challenging. But back to um, a day in the life of. Mm-hmm. So that is sort of my morning. Um, mm. And then afternoon, it's like wine, cheese, <laughs> um, reality it's the real shows. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Real it's like, and it's kind of like it, it, being a Gemini that I am, it's sort of like my, my, my good side and my evil side. Mm. And, you know, the thing is, it, day drinking just has become completely acceptable <laughs> yeah. with no judgment. That's right. And it's course, on the news now. I know. Mm. And my mum is, um, you know, I mean, you never have to convince mum to day drink at any time. And, you know, I'll, I'll do the maths class and it'll be 11.30. I'm like, mum, it's too early for a drink. And she's like, oh, no, darling, I'll pour it now. <laughs> I've already had mum. Yeah, so that's the benefit of living with your mother. There's no judgment. But uh, my son's going back to school on the 9th of June. So that, because generally speaking, a day in the life, uh, before, you know, mm-hmm. the lockdown, I was in the most amazing place, exercising, personal mm. training, yeah. um, not drinking during the week. I was actually probably the fittest that I was. Wow. And then all of a sudden in lockdown, it was any excuse to just not go outside. I'm like, oh, this is heaven. I don't have yeah. to do a thing. <laughs> so I've completely come off the rails, I have to say. Because <laughs> you were out walking a lot when I last spoke to you too. You were walking yep. quite a lot. Yeah. And mm. I, I was doing probably three or four times a week and then a personal training mm. Wow. And, yeah, and I also have a cavitation machine at home. A what? <gasps> Please, well, for the listeners and really. myself. <laughs> well, Mum and I bought it for each other for Christmas. 
So it is a fat cavitation machine. Fat cavitation mm-hmm. machine. Yeah. I don't really know if it works because like, I've it, kind of stopped using it. I just it. got an image of this of this old ad for milk or whatever and there was the there's a cow and it's getting milked oh, and that, and the, yeah, th- there's the thing a belt going, going around it. <laughs> oh, uh, it's yeah, not no. is it a shaky thing? No. No, it's, it's not a shaky it's, thing. Um, okay. ultrasound and oh. high frequency oh, wow. and it's supposed to melt the fat away because right. you know mm. at my Sally's just like rubbing it along her leg at the moment. Rubbing just like rubbing it. You can use it on your face. I get so it. So it it's is, a wand thing that you... Yeah. Okay. And there's different ones for different oh. parts of your body. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you would think in isolation I would literally be doing it every day, but it was just cold and I mm. just, I don't know, no, the thought of that. putting... Because you have to slather <laughs> that gel on you. Oh, which I see. Which is like freezing. A, mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I, I that was kind of my plan in isolation. I thought, oh, by the time we come out the other end, Fact I'm going to look like I'm 25. <laughs> But I haven't done it once. I love that your mum bought that as a part of her Christmas present at the age of, what, 78? 79. 79, a fat zapping machine. Yeah. 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 But I really, look, I think it was working, but it could also have been the no alcohol Mm. and the walking, the exercise Mm. and everything. But who knows? But I'll give it another try again when maybe it warms up. (laughs) And were you travelling quite a lot before this or? Um, Back, yeah, back and forth to Bali. I mm. try to go every sort of three or four months, but the last time I was there was November. Okay. So, and then obviously we shut down, but we have reopened now. Um, and it's, uh, but it's, you know, we've got like long term, so like a week or a month. And it's not obviously only people that were there. We've got a lot of um, young, hot Russians and Ukrainians. Ooh, huh? so my manager's thrilled because he's there every day and they're just, you know, in their bikinis, swanning around. Um, but they are all, they decided to stay, and then one comes, then they tell their friend. Mm-hmm. Mm. But I mean, you can stay there for five hundred dollars a month. Wow! And it's normally, you know, I tell mean, us average about rate this was hotel. I, I've seen yeah, some wow. pictures that looks pretty glamorous. But what's the philosophy for, behind it? Like, what was the vision for this hotel? Uh, well, Ian decided that he wanted to build it after he found out that he was dying, mm. and um, he thought he had about twelve months to live. Yeah, and had this vision that he'd spend six months building the hotel and then he had six months to spend um. with me and the boys. And then he died three months later. <gasps> so that didn't go according to plan. And um, so I I originally went there and it was our family home. So we lived there and mm-hmm. we it, it used to just be a two-bedroom sort of really modern little box on this beautiful piece of land with rolling rice paddy views. It's in between Seminyak and Changu mm-hmm. in Umalas. And... Um, so I went back after he died, I went back and I thought that I was going to sell it because I thought there is no way as mm. a woman, uh, you know, that I can even possibly build staff, mm. run a hotel. And so I had it on the market and then I don't know, one night it's like he came to me in, in the in the villa and I just woke up and I thought, oh God, I have to do this. I actually Ooh. have to open the hotel. Mm. And it was an incredible fear because even though we'd had a hotel in Melbourne, we had an 85 room hotel in South Yarra, Ian was the business side and mm. I just made everything look pretty. Mm. Got the I, I people mean, there. Yeah. And, <laughs> I mean, I also helped run it, but, you know, he was sort of the business brain. Um, so I just faced a fear and it was sort of like the minute I faced that fear, everything literally fell into place. Wow. I found great managers and, you know, then yeah. I found a new builder and um, it was just this incredible team. So it was an amazing thing to do. But, of course, while I was filming Housewives, I couldn't go. Mm. I think they, they said, oh, you can go for two days. <laughs> you're like, thanks, yeah. Yeah, I think I pushed it three. just get there and turn around and come mm. back. Yeah. <laughs> I literally, I was there. I think I got there and then I had literally one day to, mm. 
you know, work on it. Yeah. And so I, I used to film all day and then I'd go home and then I'd be on the phone at night and WhatsApping and Skyping and all that sort of thing. Because we lived there and because it was our home, I knew every inch of the property. So, yeah. you know, if anything happened or, and we'd built most of it, so if anything was going wrong, I would generally know what it was. But it was a pretty crazy time. And we also, he also decided to build a villa next door. So I had to finish that as well. And um, we were also building two houses in Barwon Heads. Whoa. So I had to finish those. So just yeah, a few things. You know, and then I thought, why not just film a reality show in yeah. the middle of it all? <laughs> Absolutely. And I had my shop as well that I was, you know, yeah. working in every weekend. So Building um, a house is a big deal, but building a hotel, you've taken it so many levels <laughs> above <laughs> anybody, levels, yeah. anybody in the, on the planet, I think, honestly, to go through all of that. That is incredible. And to have that, you know, that you have to do it to wake up and just to do it. And yeah. you're definitely not a Gunner, you're a doer. Yeah. yeah. Look, I, it, I I know this sounds really weird because it was one of the saddest times of my life, mm. but it was also one of the greatest times of my life. I mean, I just want to keep building hotels. Yeah. yeah. I, now, now I know how to do it. Now I've got the formula. I've got the team. Empowerment. I would really love to. I'd love to build a hotel in um, Uluwatu. Ooh. Yes. So my, my son's a surfer, or both of them are surfers. So, you know, I, I, I thought I'd love to kind of do something on the other side of the island and, mm. you know, Uluwatu is my next, my next aim. When I was in Malaysia last year, I met the most incredible lady at a dinner party and she builds hotels all around the world and she comes to Melbourne every other month apart from COVID. So I'll have to introduce you. I've just, I was blown away. I said, oh, she said she was in construction. I said, what sort of construction? She said, oh, hotels. And I said, oh, would I know any? She goes, oh, actually, I saw you in the lobby this morning and heading into the gym. I was like, oh, okay, that hotel, it's huge, five-star unbelievable hotel, the mm. rumour, R-U-M-A. Yeah. And this lady, she was a Chinese something Malay um, lady and um, r- roughly about 50 years old. And I just couldn't believe that she was capable of doing, having this empire and doing it on her own and construction. To me, that's just mm. such a foreign thing. Like the idea yeah. of building a house and managing builders and, yeah. oh, well, it, it was to me as well. And now I'm just so desperate to do it again. Like, th- this is what I'd been working on up until the uh, lockdown. Mm. I'd been working on, you know, trying to find I, trying to find the right property. And Because Uluwatu is very, very different to Umalas. Umalas mm. is very wet. It's all built mm. on rice paddies. Uluwatu is extremely dry and you often have to bring your water in. You can't, you know, like yeah, we, right. we, our water comes from a well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just all this stuff. Yeah. But how, yeah. how do like, I, why would I yeah. navigate I know, that? I know it's like you're stuff. not building yeah. on this. You're building on rock now. Yeah, or, or yeah so it's just very, very different, different. But I've got an awesome build-up whose name's Steve, who's an English guy, and I've got a fantastic lawyer. She looks like she's about 12. Her name's Irma. She's <laughs> Indonesian, but she's a killer. And, yeah, I've just gotten the most incredible team at the hotel that have been with me since we opened. So we're coming mm. up to three three years this, this November. Yeah. Yeah, two and a half years. And this was our best year ever. We had so many and bookings. And, like, finally clicked. Mm. Yeah, Everything's gone. Yeah, this is it. Because the mm. first and second year, the first and second six months were the complete opposite both years. Right. Which was so strange. But this year it was like it was just boom from beginning to end. So mm. it was just going to be the best year we've ever had. But that's okay. We'll figure it out. It's a new world. Oh, excited to see what's coming next. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so you've got such a positive energy and it's so great. I'd love to hear from you because we love to chat about this stuff on mm-hmm. Are Yourself Better. Is 
what do you do? What do you do for yourself? You know, with this mindfulness, people um, might escape to a shed for, to relax. They might d- do some meditation, or uh, and they're working on themselves in this sort of on your mental health and to stay upbeat and positive. What do you do for yourself, or is it wine? Um, yeah, <laughs> it's wine and girlfriends. Um, look, I'm not. Um, I'm not much into sort of meditation mm-hmm. and. You know, I'll, I love a massage. I mean, I do I do take a lot of time for myself mm-hmm. and I'm really, really lucky that I have my beautiful mum who lives with us. And so I do have that freedom that if I just want to take off to Melbourne and catch up with the girlfriends, um, obviously walking, exercising, that's, mm-hmm. you know, sort of time time to myself. Um, but, yeah, it's just socialising and, yeah. yeah. You know, I and what really- if you need a reset? You know, like you've had some big ups and downs. What if you need that real reset where it's all built up? What would you do? How do you manage that? I don't really get like that, to well, be honest. Good. I know that sounds yeah. really strange. Mm-hmm. And some people say to me, oh, you, you really obviously need to go and talk to someone. But I just don't. I talk all the time. And yeah. I have an incredibly um, supportive family, my mum and my boys. Mm. Uh, we, we're incredibly close. And we talk all the time. We have yeah. family dinners every second night and we all sit down and we talk and we just communicate. And I'm, I, if you look me up in the birthday book, it, it says on June the 10th, it says the communicator. Ah. So that is me. So yeah. I just communicate. I don't really ever have big build-ups where I need to blow steam because mm. I just feel like I just do that constantly. Well, we've got a few days until the big birthday. What are we doing? Um, well, I am, uh, well, I actually don't know on the day, mm. but on the Saturday, the 13th, I've pulled together, you'll love this story. Mm-hmm. So my son is, my son, Nico, he's 17, he's a DJ, and he is always saying to me when I'm singing along, mum, you seriously don't ever know the words to any song. <laughs> and of course, you know, I like to think I'm a big performer. So I thought, well, we'll have to add that to your Instagram bio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I thought, well, bugger you, I'm going to record a music video. Yes. So myself and seven girlfriends oh. are miming. We're dressing up. We're miming to um, "What a Man" by Salt oh, and Pepper my on favourite. And I have learnt the words, so I am singing so the words. And my friend Joel Creasy and um, oh, yeah, his Joel. boyfriend yeah. Jack Stratton Smith. Well, mm-hmm. Jack is filming it right. and editing it for us. <gasps> And we're actually filming it at their house. Oh. So that's next Saturday. And then after that, we're all going out for dinner. So good. So what an amazing day. Yeah. And so, so Jack and Joel have got this fantastic place. And as you walk along the mezzanine, you look in this big glass window into their bar. Mm. And if you actually watch the film clip, they're actually in a bar. So I've got all this Monopoly money. Uh, and I'm going to be sitting in there, you know, so like money. <laughs> And, yeah, it'll, it'll just be really fun. And also because my son is into so many things. He's a golfer. He's yep. a DJ. Mm-hmm. He does downhill biking. He surfs, construction, wow. farming, Whoa. all that kind of thing. So all each of the girls, not me, but each of the girls are dressing up in his clothes as yeah. a right, farmer, gotcha. yep. a golfer. So obviously I'm, I'm taking the car up with all the props and things and they'll just be like little – you know, just to kind of yeah. make it a bit more about him. This is great. We can't wait to see it. Is it oh. going to be made available to the public? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Are you joking? Oh, yeah, Can you gonna... imagine I would do that and hide? This is going viral. <laughs> I so swear good. to God. That... I just hope I don't look completely ridiculous. But anyway, whatever. And so the aim of the game is to kind of go, 
Um, yes, yeah. I do know the words Ooh. to some songs. Yeah, particularly and this also one. Also, just for humiliation. Yeah, He's 18 and, and Salt I and Pepper, to... amazing. Yeah. That was the best concert I ever went to in my life in 1992, I think. I was probably a little bit young to really be there, 1994 maybe. My brother took me, my older brother, and uh, they had male strippers on stage <laughs> at oh, the end. So they were they doing did. What a Man. They were in these little, I don't know, silk roby things, and they opened up their robes, and they must have had a <laughs> feather strapped to it and a feather comes out and you're like, whoa. <laughs> like, I was about 12 and it was pretty full on. I reckon I was in grade six or something like that. Oh, the wow. best concert I'd ever been to my well, life. Well, the film clip has got lots of men, so I'm trying to get Joel in it as well. Mm. I, 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 I was saying to mum, uh, the token beefcakes, and she said, don't you mean the token cupcakes, darling? I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, she could be right, actually. So I'm trying to actually get them to be in it wow. as well because, they're you know, there's mm-hmm. a few men and, Bit of dancing and anyway, so well, that's that, how you that burn off your steam. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. So I'm just, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, well, yeah, well, the other the other day I was driving in the car with my son, and um, and I, I had my iPhone plugged in, and the song came on, and I was kind of singing to it, and he looked He's at me, like, and he goes, what? "No, he goes, wow, mum, never known you to know the words to a song," and I'm like, "Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know." Does he know yet? No, he no, has no idea. Great, great. Oh, no, no, no. I've got a the surprise. So he's 18 on the 2nd of July. Oh, great. Okay. So it's a birthday present him and you. Mm. Uh, when are you going to tell him if you want him to be in it? You just got to rope him up, rope him into My it. Son. Yeah, do- no, no, he's not in it. Oh, you want? Oh, no, you no, want. no. We're just filming this oh, and then we're yeah, yeah, posting cool. it for him. Great, great, great. Oh. Yeah, so, and two of the other girls are singing and the others are Love just it. the sort of backup, Amazing. you know, girls mm-hmm. dancing and mm-hmm. carrying on. It seems like you got this great like social connection and stuff, and I guess that's you know we were talking about sort of working on yourself. I've been doing these series for like men's mental health, and and men are kind of shocking at that. We've got this, we've got this, uh, this relationship with our mates that we might go and play footy with or whatever, but we never actually talk about anything. So yeah. I think communication is a great thing, and it's obviously why you you, you can stay um, who you are. Yeah, do I people, think so. I just I've, I've never shied away from mm. talking about anything, yeah. whether it's my age or mm-hmm. grief or. And everyone's like, how did you get through it? I said, well, I just have my friends and yeah. I talk to them. But mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, I was never that person. I thought I never wanted to be that person. They're like, oh, no, don't invite her. She's going to be all, all oh, sad yeah, and boring. Yeah, right. I, you know, mm. so, and not that I was pretending that I wasn't. Mm. I just was when I was and mm. when I wasn't, I was just normal me. So, but yeah, I mean, I think for men, it's a, it's a much bigger issue because you don't really talk about anything. I mean, mm. as women and wives, we generally have to drag things out from you. Mm. My husband wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. He was. You know, we talked about pretty much everything, but a lot of men, they just don't have the opportunity or the forum mm. or someone to listen to them. Mm. Yeah. So what? that's interesting. What did you find out of oh, doing well, those? It, it's, uh, well, we had a range of topics we covered off and, and a lot of them were about, one in particular was about communication in your relationships and how important it is. And, and, and this one um, psychologist who was ch- I was chatting to just gave this one little bit, which kind of stuck with me and I... And I, I said it to my wife. My wife and I have a pretty good dialogue, but, you know, I was like, it's just an interesting question to ask. It's like, what can I do to make you love me a little bit more today? Yeah. And I'm like, so wow. many men would never have said anything along those lines ever yeah. to their wife, to someone who they would give the world for, you know? Yeah. And it's just such an interesting little mm. concept that, you know, um, men don't really ever have these relationships and then yeah. even your mates you know i've just gone through this whole series 10 episodes and going i need to check in with my mates more i need it you know because we, we mm. have this relationship and we kind of always try and catch up where we play golf or something and we're like blah, 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 quickly try and catch up but it's not like an open dialogue that runs week to week 
I or day it, to day. Yeah, mm. I think that women are just inbuilt to yeah. be like that. But it's being vulnerable too for yeah. a man that to actually put well. themselves mm. out there and be vulnerable is almost, you know, it's deflating the ego a little bit mm. because what if it comes back at you not the way that you anticipate? And it never will because mm. if you put it out there, it always comes back the way you intended. So, yeah. But don't you think that, like, women surround themselves with like-minded mm-hmm. people? Mm. Men often have friends, whether it's an old friend from footy or yep. from school, that they're kind of just your mates mm. because they're your mates. Yeah. And so if you want to be vulnerable and they're like, oh, yeah, shut up, mate, you, you mm. don't get that. You yep. know, it, We surround ourselves, mm-hmm. I think, differently with with people. So mm. men in their circles, are, a lot of the time it's work, it's school, it's footy. Yeah. Women, uh, we, we just surround ourselves differently. I think yeah. we pull people in mm-hmm. from different walks of well, life we to recharge, feed different emotions. And, and we always have them when they talk about raising a family and it takes a village, it's because the woman is opening up and asking for help and yeah. recharging and you know mm. getting that energy from other people in the community. I think that's you know, that's a little bit different, whereas the men, is, the men mm. feel like they're expected to give and the women, you know, they, they give all the time, but they also open up to take when they can't do it anymore. Yeah. A lot of women will ask, whereas you don't see the men yeah. asking for help as much. Yeah. So. Well, because of fear of judgment or being yeah. laughed at mm. or your mates telling you to bugger off. You What's know, this, bugger off. this is all yeah. man up thing, you know. Yeah. 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 I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Just, really yeah. Boring, and that's yeah. a footy culture a little bit too, it's isn't so it? It's silly, but it, I guess it's mm. ingrained in, in advertising as well as men drinking yeah. beer and hanging mm. with your mates, but not ever... Talking about anything serious yeah. and, and... Try dating, you know, <laughs> 55. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, tell us Seriously. about that. Come on. Is it, what, you, what dating app are you on? No, no <laughs> do you know what? I, I, my friend put me on Bumble. Bumble, mm-hmm. yeah. She's like, come on, you have to do it because that just goes against every fibre of my being. Mm. I have been married twice and a- anyone I've ever dated, it's just happened. Like I've yeah. just bumped into them, I've mm-hmm. met them somewhere and... That's it. Like it's the energy. Boom. Yeah. Mm. And uh, and she hooked me up to Bumble and um and I must have been showing her at the time a photo of someone that I thought was kind of cute and then unwittingly uploaded that as my image on <laughs> Bumble with my name. Yeah. And anyway, didn't think anything of it. I mm. woke up the next morning and I had all these likes and messages mm. and everything and I've opened them up and then I've seen <laughs> the photo of him oh my, on oh, my... Hang on. And I'm like, ooh, oh, my God, and completely and utterly freaked out and deleted it and that, that was so That was the end, yeah. But prior to that, that the night, obviously, that she was setting me up and we were talking about it, um, I was having a little swipe. Oh, my God. Where did mm. they from? Mm. I mean, uh, there was not even – we must have swiped 100, 150, mm. yeah. and there wasn't even one that I thought – and that whole concept of just texting a random stranger yeah. and going, hey, yeah. hey how you going? Yeah. So Let's random. start a relationship. Yeah. yeah. Where's yeah. the energy? Yeah, then, there's no energy there. <laughs> I know, but then – because I'm very – it's very mental for me. It always mm. has to be a mental – they have to make me laugh, or there just has to be some kind of mental spark. Mm. I'm not your but, old – one no. night stand kind of gal. I must say, I've stolen my sister's phone before she had a partner and my husband and I have played on there going, I'm like, I don't think we're going to get a yes. Maybe we'll just swipe yes so we've done one, see what happens. And she's like, what are you doing? We're like, well. This is my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's strange, isn't it? It's really, is, really I weird. Think, is Bumble the one um, where you, there's a set kind of questions which you have to 
Oh, yeah. Like, is there something like, like that? You know, Tinder was like, yeah, just put whatever you want up and then, eh, and then yeah. people would swipe well, furiously. Well, I don't know. I've never done Tinder. But, yeah, the questions. Yeah, it was the, like a... It, 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 it was I think like you can a, only a, choose three standard questions or, uh, or put three things out there and they're defined sort of things. So then when you're swiping through this thing, there's these three things. You can't have, like, you can't change around. Anyway, it's just a bit remember, weird. Yeah, it's, it's like, like I like three... travelling, meeting people and yeah. generally raging. Do you remember, <laughs> do you remember that when we were young? <gasps> but uh, oh. it's like, what, what is the oh, line no, is. that mm. someone's going to read that's going to capture oh, their imagination go, oh. about me? I know, but then I people just... are using it almost like it, you can Google the best lines to to put on your bio to then get the best response. You know what I mean? People just oh. figured it out like an advertising campaign. It's yeah. like, oh, I'll just put this out there. Yeah, I love cats and this and that yeah. because mm. I'm capturing the most amount of... What? It's so silly. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm glad I'm not... You would rather go to Ibiza. Yeah, we are talking about it. Um, yeah, it's, it's just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No, it's completely weird and I, it's just, you know, it's not for me. And I think you've got to do something that feels right for you. And I've been on a couple of dates, um, but they haven't really gone according to plan. And then, you know, like that's pretty much it. Mm. And the thing is, it's kind of weird at the moment because I'm so happy with, you know. Mm. Your family. My family. I love Mm. my time. We live in a beautiful house Mm. and I've got my mum and my boys. And my son is constantly having people over and playing music. And he's played music the whole way through um, ISO. So we've had little mini discos. Aww. He did a live set at a bar up in Melbourne as well. Obviously, there was no one there. Mm. Mm. Uh, so he's been doing a lot right. of that. And then, uh, yeah, it's, been, it's been a fun time. And what have you been watching? This is something we ask <gasps> everyone. So. Oh, okay. Well, the uh, one that is relevant is um, White Lines, which mm-hmm. is on Netflix, mm-hmm. which is about um, a girl whose brother runs off to Ibiza 20 years ago and then he goes missing and mm. his body turns up. So she decides to go back. Um, the sister decides to go back to Abitha to find out who killed what him. Happened? Mm. And the friends that he travelled with, they were, they were all from Manchester, and the friends that he travelled with are still there. So there's all this. Ooh. And, yeah, now I'm kind of, as I mentioned before, I'm kind of regretting my son wanting to go to Abitha. Go to Abitha. <laughs> 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 Great. Because it's, there's lots of drugs and it's, mm. it's really, mm. but it's a fantastic um, right. A really fantastic series. Mm-hmm. And also The Great. Have you seen that? No. I haven't watched that. <gasps> oh, the Where tips galore on here and yourself better. I love I this. I could give you a hundred things to oh, watch. That's so Mum and I have just been loving it. But you get really sad when it ends because then, mm-hmm. yeah. then you've got to find a new one. I know. But this one, it's on Stan and mm-hmm. it's called The Great and it's about Catherine the Great. But it's very, It's it says it's an occasionally true story. So the premise oh, of the story is right, true. Okay. But it's Elle Fanning. And Nicholas Holt. Remember the kid that was in About a Boy? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 Awesome. And he is uh, Emperor Peter and she is um, Catherine. And uh, they it's about, obviously, their, their story. But it's done in a very modern – there's lots of swearing, mm. so lots of the F word and the C word, mm. and but done in a periodic – yeah, it's a period modern drama, kind of but way. yeah, mm. modernised in a way. That's and right. It's it is, amazing. It is That's great. exceptional. <laughs> cool. I mean, it is really, really good. It takes one or two to get into mm. it because okay. I w- watched it with mum and the first two, she was like, mm, I don't know, but by the time we got to the third and fourth, then it sort of warms up and then you're completely hooked. Ooh, yeah. that sounds mm. fun. Like a good TV series. I think mm. you need a few to get into. I mean, everyone yeah. th- thinks of Game of Thrones and they'll, they'll drop off after two or three episodes and go, I don't know about this. But yeah. then it goes on for... Seven more series, whatever, and it well, gets I really epic. Well, I gave up epic. after three and a half. 
I just oh, it was come just on. You got exhausting. It is a little bit. You need a map. To, you need a map. Yeah. And you need a list of names and faces because you never. I still cannot remember. tell you. Yeah. And then there'll be these two major characters whose names are like one letter different. Mm. And you're like, which one's that one again? <laughs> They all anyway. just came and to the dying. Walkers. <laughs> all those white walkers. They were yeah. like, oh, go away already. Yeah. All that stuff really annoys me. But it does get good, though, as yeah. a recommendation for you. Stick I know. with it. Mm. And it's, what about listening to? Have you got any podcasts or books that you're reading or anything well, like that? I am starting my own podcast. Yes. Oh. Have you got a title yes. for it yet? I do. It's called Do You Know Who I Used to Be? Oh, I like oh. that. Mm-hmm. So right. I'm doing it with my girlfriend, and both of us used to be on the best dress list of Melbourne. I, oh. I several times just pointing out, More than and her. I mm-hmm. used to be the, for, the, uh, the editor of Melbourne editor of Harper's Bazaar. Mm-hmm. I used to be on Housewives, so there's right. a lot of things mm, that yeah, both of us nice. sort of used to be. And my friend used to be at the Wool Corp, and so we have just uh, we, we've been talking about it since Christmas. And then obviously, when this all happened, we sat down and we're like, okay, listen, Let's we really it. need to actually mm-hmm. do something. I love the sound of that, <laughs> and it's really just inviting um, people who a lot of them who are still doing fantastic things, mm. but, you know, people who used to do yeah, in- interesting things sort of thing. yeah, yeah. Yeah. had mm-hmm. sort of past lives. So that was our sort of twist oh, on great. it. I only read biographies and autobiographies for that reason, that I want to know everything about someone and yeah. I find it fascinating. And even as a, a small child, if I was um, – I don't know, going to work with mum or something like that. And back in the day, you're allowed to kind of knock on doors and speak to people or something like <laughs> yeah, that. I feel like we're more, always collecting money days. for charity or mm. something like that with school fundraisers. And I'd go into a little old lady's house and I would sit there for two hours and just chatting about her life and what she did growing up. I always found that fascinating. Then go back to mum's work and mum's like, oh, did you collect your money for your school fundraiser or sell some chocolate or this or that? And I was like, oh, no, I just had a cup of tea with a lovely lady and <laughs> I can tell you everything she's done the last 80 years. And Yeah, yeah. well, I, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of the same. I love biographies and autobiographies mm, and, and things. And yeah, like that. yeah, documentaries, really like much more interesting. Yeah. Mm. And so we've got, you know, we've got people coming on. One of my friends used to work for Ian Schrager, who, mm. you know, the old Studio 54. She used to run his hotels in wow. London. So we've got her to talk hotels. Right. Yeah. And then we've got, as I was saying, my friend who used to manage Jamiroquai, among other mm. artists. And so we've got him coming on to talk music. And we've, you know, and fashion, mm. beauty, you know, lots of people. Chica, we've got Ooh. Chica coming on to talk housewives. But nice. obviously Chica's and not a... Not a used to be. She's still a fabulous somebody. And mm-hmm. Janine Ellis's story would be amazing about the yacht and David Bowie and her experiences. Oh, yeah. Well, I must get in contact with her. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a good one. Thank you. The list is endless. I know. I even think it of is. like people who may have been a soldier or something and then have gone on to be on TV or whatever. Yeah. You know, there's, even there'd be, Julia Gillard. I thought oh, I would love yeah. to get, you know, she used to be the Prime Minister, Prime Minister. of Australia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it really it could be just, quite recent, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And mm. I mean, you know, because there are so many podcasts out there and so mm. we've spent. We've been talking about it since Christmas, as I said, but just couldn't think of what the, the what the angle was. Oh, yeah. so because good. we're like, we have to have something different. We have to have mm. something that's out there that's not, you know, just another podcast. And so that that's yeah. what we ended mm. up coming up. Well, don't with, be discouraged just, though, because there is a stat out there, and don't quote me on this, but it's something like ninety something percent of podcasts haven't released an episode in the last twelve months, even though there's eight hundred million bajillion of them. So yeah, you know, there is a. There are a lot, did but not see, a lot of ones that keep going. So, did you see the? Um, it was a thing that was sent, uh, like a uh, was on Instagram, I think, and it was all these famous people around. I'm not sure whether it was just Australia, 
or whether it was like a global kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it starts off saying, if you're thinking about starting oh, a podcast, yes. don't. and she goes, don't. Just don't. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. Just yeah. stay home. Just shut up. Just don't. <laughs> How brilliant was that? We don't yeah. want to hear you. Yeah. 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 Was that an Australian <laughs> thing? Yeah, it was, yeah. Well, I, I think it was a my girlfriend and I of, had just yeah. had a meeting in Melbourne and I got home that night and she sent it to me. She goes, oh, God, <laughs> oh, I'm no. feeling really awkward about doing oh. it now. And I said, oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but um, because, you know, I've been wanting to write a book for a long time mm. as well. Mm. And so I, I I thought, you know, if Housewives came up again, then I thought that it is a good, you yeah. know, forum mm. to release things like that. But that didn't happen. And I thought, I don't want to be just that, you know, that that one hit wonder housewife that, oh, look, she's writing a book now. Mm. How do you get it out there? So, I, you know, I've kind of been, I thought, well, having a podcast, at least yeah. that is almost a stepping yeah. stone to, oh, she's got a podcast now, yeah. she's doing a book. Oh, yeah. Last final question, yes. favourite food? Oh, cheese. Uh, <laughs> cheese, is go my, with wine. cheese is my kryptonite. <laughs> Mm, yeah, what sort of just a weakness of a triple cream brie. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't generally eat dairy, mm, but um, cheese, but, but triple cream. But, but when you do, <laughs> yeah. when yeah. I do, when I go away. all in on the triple cream. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I have to say, I've consumed quite a lot of it <laughs> in isolation. <laughs> Mum and I, a little cheese platter and a little brandy and dry in the afternoon, oh. or a, a little red wine. Just thinking about ball. cheese, I think we have to leave mm. it there. Thank you, Sally Bloomfield, <laughs> for joining us on Eat Yourself Better. If you want more. Uh, information or some more lols from the budding comedian (laughs) Sally Bloomfield just uh, Sally Bloomfield on Instagram thank you so much for joining us as we sort of drift off dreaming dreaming about cheese (laughs) or drinking Uh, drinking and dreaming about about cheese cheese. anyway (laughs) thanks so much for joining us today thank you for having me awesome Eat Yourself Better podcast is brought to you by BeFit Food, where food is the first medicine.